With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stick to Football, Bleacher Report's college football and NFL draft podcast. It's emergency podcast time, Connor Rogers. No rundown needed. None. As we are sitting at dinner on Tuesday night, I got my days right. News breaks, Odell Beckham Jr. traded. News breaks, D. Ford traded. News breaks, Le'Veon Bell signs with the Jets. That's right. We cannot not talk about these moves. So a little 15-minute emergency podcast from the STF crew. And I just want to say, I called it. It's true. And uh, you had a lot of haters and you had a lot of doubters. Right. And I know it was like you, uh, I think Andrew Hawkins, and, you know, there's just like some rumors going around. And as you told me last night, while the Vernon, you know, Zietler trade was, you know, everyone was like, oh, this is what they're talking about, not OBJ. Yeah. You were like, no, the reason they were talking in the first place was because of Odell Beckham. Right. And it came to life. And, and I, I told you when I was flying out here Monday, I was getting text and direct messages from yep. people who know saying that Odell being traded is not dead. And the Niners were very involved. Now, the Niners didn't want to give up the number two overall pick in the draft, which totally. I understand. I'm on board with that. I like this for the Browns. We've talked so much about when you have a rookie quarterback on, on a very team-friendly deal, this is what you have to do. You have to be aggressive. John Dorsey just stood up on the table and said, I'm going to fucking win. I'm going to go get my guys. And you now have Kareem Hunt, Odo Beckham Jr., Olivier Vernon, and Sheldon Richardson added this offseason. Yeah. To a core that had Nick Chubb, who's yeah. very good, pretty good offensive line, Jarvis Landry. We're going to see if David Njoku can really take the next step. But yeah, he's made strides. He's, he's very good. Oh, and Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. And Miles Garrett, who is... Low-key, one of the best defensive ends in football. They have a very good core at linebacker. You got Denzel Ward and Demarius Randall at safety. So the, the move is for the a first. So pick number 17 yep. goes to the Giants. Congratulations drafting Daniel Jones. Oh, a second-round pick this year. And Jabril Peppers. So like, That's so if, if underwhelming. If you were a Sashi Brown pickup, you're gone, basically. It, that return is pitiful. There it's is sad. no way around it when you count on it. We, I mean, we did this all the time, but how many true number one wide receivers are there in football? I don't think there's more than 10 at, at all. Right. Odell Beckham is in the upper tier of them. That's how good he is. Yeah. And your return was the 17th overall pick in this draft is really the premium piece here. Am I happy if this means the Giants are going to go up and or be proactive about getting a quarterback for life after Eli? Sure, but... They're not in range to get Kyler Murray or Dwayne Haskins right no. now. And I think the gap after those two is gigantic. I don't think they're in range to get Drew Locke. I don't think so either. I don't th- I can't see Drew Locke making it past Denver. And even if he does that, f- unless they take him at, in, six. at six. But this to me just, I, I don't, they were shopping 
Odell Beckham. This wasn't like, whoa, we right. love this deal. No, we no, didn't no, see no. it yeah. coming. They've been calling teams How? trying to trade him. I don't know what Dave Gettleman's doing. I really don't. You we haven't Landon though Collins. for two years. Landon Collins gone. Odell's gone. Like what? What? What the? What's the plan, if man? If you told someone before this offseason started that you were going to lose Landon Collins and Odell Beckham, and the return is the 17th overall pick in the draft, and really not much more. Jabril Peppers took steps last year, but yeah. let's not mix it up. That's He's not, not Landon Collins. It's not a unique piece in this trade. No. I, it's unreal. How is that the return? It's pitiful. And just to be clear, like you and I have been talking to various, you know, front office people these last couple hours, I guess, or into the into the wee hours of the night. I mean, they're like, how did this ha- how did this happen? Like John Dorsey completely played them, and it's just it's so simple. Like it's a bad trade. There's no it way is. around it. It's I, a bad trade. I want to go classic BR here. Grade the trade for the Browns for the an Browns. A for the Giants a D. I'm going to go an F for the Giants because I think they're going to turn around and draft Rashawn Gary and Daniel Jones. If they do that, goodbye. Just get rid of the franchise. I think that's I don't know what, what they'll say. do. That's my you prediction. You can't do that. So an F for the Giants. This is an A plus for the Browns. Let's move on. D Ford. Have no, I have no answers anymore. D Ford has been shopped as well. The the Chiefs put the franchise yep. tag on him. Um, he doesn't sign it, so they can they can trade him. And they've traded him to the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners will send a 2020 second round pick. Now. As these are my two favorite teams, I feel uniquely they, they positioned are. to speak you, on You this. might have been the mediator in this right. trade. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, yeah, I, I did not have much to do with this one. And I like this for both teams. The Chiefs did not want to pay $15 million a year to a, a defensive end or outside linebacker who's been hurt two of his four years. Now, the other two of those four years, he's been fantastic. For so, sure. But you don't want to bet on a guy who just had his best year in a contract year, I think. So you move him, you get a 2020 second round pick. If you're the Niners, you look at this and say, we needed more than just, just Nick Bosa yep. or just Quinn and Williams. So now they're able to fill out that Leo position, which is so important in a 4-3 under with D Ford. Totally. And all you give up is a 2020 second round pick. So you look at it, you still have pick number two, you still have pick number 36. You're still in a good position to go out there. I'll say this about... Brett Veach, the GM of the Chiefs, and what this move means to me, they have a first and two seconds this year. Now they have a first and two seconds next year. I think we'll see Veach be very aggressive. I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs move up. And he's really playing this wisely because he's aware that a lot of their cap space is going to go to players like Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill. Those pieces in the future are going to cost a lot of money. So he understands that he needs impact players on the rookie scale, the rookie wage. So I think it, it's really a, a good trade for both sides. Not great because I, I don't love D Ford. Right. But the Niners get a pass rusher, which they needed. And this doesn't change their plans. If they're going to take Nick Bosa still if he's there. I believe that. I think so too. I, I don't see any way you So can't. if you're wondering that as a Niners fan, this doesn't it's just it's great front to have. If you have D Ford and Nick Bosa, it actually makes the trade better because D Ford isn't a guy like Miles Garrett or Frank Clark that's just going to be like this premier you know, you don't want him to be the guy. He could probably be okay at it, but you don't want him to be the guy. If you can get Nick Bosa across from him, it really opens up opportunities for him. Yes. So even if I don't love D4, I think it's a good trade. The Chiefs, I have a little concern, you know, some concerns now about who's going to get after the quarterback from them in an offseason where they understandably had to cut Justin Houston, but now they move on from D4. They're going to have to get a little creative there. Yeah, I but, wouldn't rule out Justin Houston coming back on a team-friendly deal. 
Because with him, it wasn't that they don't like Justin Houston. It was that they couldn't they couldn't pay him fifteen million dollars yeah, no, a year. Of course. So I could see that happening. I don't have any type of inside. Veach hasn't texted me and said, "Hey, we're going to bring Houston back." But I could see that move happening if his market is not maybe what he thought it would be out yeah. there. But there are there are targets in the draft where if someone does start to slip, they could trade up. Yeah, like you said, they have the ammo, and if they are truly going to play a four three now, they might even be in the range for a guy like Cleveland Farrell, who's who would be an instant impact addition. Absolutely, somebody like that. Now that so. they're running a four three, and I I think we can get into this on another show, but. I don't think that they're going to be a, oh, we're a 4-3 team. I think they're going to be as multiple, multiple as any yes. defense in the NFL. I'm with you. Save the best for last, buddy. At ring about 12.30 Eastern time, ding, da, da, ding, 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 Le'Veon Bell becomes a New York Jet. This was the move that I wanted for this team all week. On Monday, someone uh, I retweeted someone and was like, the moves that I want to see happen. Yep. And Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosley to the Jets were like, the this is so crazy, but it could happen. Yeah. And now it happens. Here we are. So, a little Anthony Barr remorse, but you make Big up deal. for it getting Whatever. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, without a doubt. I think the most exciting thing about this is Sam Darnold truly has a weapon now who is not just a running back. This guy is an elite pass-catching back. And I think Sam Darnold really needed somebody like that because yeah. there are some questions on the offensive line still. They didn't address the center position. They didn't go get a Matt Paradis, a Mitch Morse. The wide receivers are okay. Robbie Anderson's a good deep threat. Quincy Anunma, when healthy, is, is a good player underneath. Chris Herndon broke out as a tight end. But you look at the offense and you go, I like those guys. But it doesn't... Right. It really just doesn't do it for you, like, totally. You, you feel like they needed one more. And you go get a premier player like Bell, who... At, the concerns are fair. He's got to get in shape. He's got to be ready to go. Um, I, I, a couple summers ago, actually spent some time down in Miami and have, you know, been around Le'Veon Bell training. I think there's actually a really bad misconception that he doesn't work hard. It's just that, yes, he wanted to get paid. Yes, he's been busted for smoking weed in the past. Yeah. But he also works hard for football season. You don't season. become the best running back in football without working without hard. Without a doubt. I mean, I could tell you firsthand I've been around him. So it, it's one of those things where... This will be an impact addition. I thought at a good price. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's basically $30 million for two years, right? It's some, around there, yeah. $13 million per year. I think the Jets, you know, will this deal will be a deal when it's leaked out where they'll be front-loading a lot of the money in the first two years. Right. So it's a risk I think they had to take, and, and I think there just weren't a lot of teams involved here, Matt. I, I know. I agree. The, the teams I heard that were really involved but just low, low offers were teams like the 49ers and the Raiders a little bit. The Ravens never got overly serious. And that that was really it. We had talked about this for about a month on this show that we didn't know where the market was for him if it wasn't with the Jets. So obviously that worked out. Now I think we'll see Tevin Coleman find a landing yes. spot. I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up in San Francisco. Go back with I Kyle mean, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan always loved, loved having him. Yeah. So a fun little emergency podcast. Without a doubt. We gave you about 15 minutes uh, hitting on the big news topics of the day. Mello and I will be back Friday morning with a show that will come out probably Friday midday. I, I want to correct myself because we will be recording at Honey Fire Barbecue that night with our Nashville meetup. And great news, if you love the sound of my voice, and I know you all do, starting Monday. It's debatable. Yeah, it's up Just there. Kidding. Starting Monday, I will not be singing Country Roads, but Monday morning, if you have an Alexa or a Google Home, you can sign up to get Stick to Football News Briefings. So if you are listening, say, hey, Google, play me Stick to Football News Briefings. Connor's going to be my producer. I'm going to be in there for about three minutes every morning, just making your day great with all the news that you need 
to start your day as it relates to college football, the draft, and the NFL. So yeah, it's a lot mean, of fun. We've been doing the Instagram reactions. We'll still do stuff like that. But this is one of those things where, you know, every day you can get some kind of piece of news from stick yeah. to football. So if you have a smart speaker. And pretty, if you don't go buy one. Come on. Maybe uh, we can get like I have a, a confession. You don't have one? I don't have one. We're and I've, get you one. I've been offered one for free. Now I'll get one because of this. Yeah. And I said no. I have like, I don't know. Yeah, conspiracy theory time. Oh, I do. I'm gonna. I'm over it. I'm yeah. over it. I mean, now that now that we're on one, we yes. need you to. Yeah, it's okay. I do, it does not allow me to listen to you at home. If that's where you're I, concerned, I'm not sure, but I'm still gonna get one. It does allow you to listen to me at home more. Yes, so that's good. I mean, I'm producing the show. Yeah, we'll I'm gonna listen to we'll it no matter what. <laughs> Maybe we can get like a, a hashtag sticky promo code or something. That would to, be pretty great. I don't know if we just can like, or not. I just threw that out there. We'll try. Stick to football hoodies. Yeah. is our promo code still draft? Promo. Code Codes draft in the Bleacher Report shop. You can get hoodies and T-shirts. Just 20% wheeling and dealing off. today. We are taking over the world. That's all. <laughs> like that's what's happening. I wouldn't go that far. It's happening. Um, the slow march man, to dominance. It's been a happening. fun 24 hours. Matt just screaming. I told you in the middle of dinner. We were at a nice place too. And yeah, I told you as soon as Odell Beckham yeah. got traded, there were maybe some pokes in Connor's chest. Yeah, it was which is very firm. By the legendary. way, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, what what was it? Nate Davis said somebody poked his chest. Yeah, he have a soft chest. Yeah, no, no soft, no chest combine weird stuff. Mr. Like that. Big Chest, Connor Rogers. That's they call me. Maybe. All right, Mello <laughs> right, and I'll be here. back Goodbye. Friday afternoon. For Connor, I'm Matt. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon.